0: Welcome to Spielin' and Dealing, the Georgia High School Basketball Podcast. I am Kyle Sandy, the owner and founder of SandysPiel.com. And with me today, as always, is a producer and moderator of the podcast, Ramin Forgani. Ramin GHSA Girls High School Basketball Final Four is here. We are here to break down and preview. All of the matchups across the state of Georgia. Again, no shortage of surprises in the Elite Eight. But now we are here and we need to make some sense of it.
1: We do need to make some sense of it. And that's why you're here, Kyle. You're going to break down all 16 of these final of these final four games, these state semifinal games, to figure out who is making the drive down to Macon, the Macon Centerplex, for a chance to win that state championship trophy we will start in 7a these 7a games will be held in the beaufort city arena and the first one is going to be at 2 p.m the first one of the day on saturday march the second it's going to be westlake versus north for Senate.
0: westlake pummeled norcross horrible result for norcross uh again just a awfully disappointing season for them considering how much talent they have but remain, let it be on the record I predicted Westlake versus Collins Hill heading into the tournament. So my Westlake champion, uh, I mean, what? They're like 30-0 and 0 at this point. That means they're 30-0 and 0 for a reason. I think they will win the state championship. Uh, they're going to be seeing a tough North Forsyth team. North Forsyth played them tight last year, 52-44. to 44. Um, North Forsyth. Uh, They will make this a low-scoring game. They allow just 35.5 points per game, but Westlake very good defensively as well. They allow 42 points, but the big difference maker here is Westlake can put up 71 points per game on offense, and North Forsyth just 53.8 points per game. Um, Raven Johnson had uh, 25 points against Norcross. Lydia Freeman had 11 points. She got hurt but came back. Uh, those two are going to be big. Lydia Freeman is going to be the difference maker in this one. North Forsyth just doesn't have that size that can stop her inside, and Raven Johnson is going to torment them on both sides of the ball, rebounding and scoring. Then uh, Carly Hooks, or Carlise Hooks, I always get her name wrong. Um, she's always a very talented player, Olympia Chaney. Snoop Turnage hasn't quite developed into an offensive threat, but she will defend and block shots. Uh, so they're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of youth and a lot of talent out there chasing around North Versailles. They'll be able to make this a game. They're not going to get run out or get blown out like Norcross. That's just not going to happen with the style of play they have and what Coach Herrick does over there. But Ansley Allen, Caroline Martin, those two guards are going to have to knock down some outside shots. They're going to have to be very ball strong with the ball. Not going to be able to let Westlake just rip it from them or affect what they like to do. North Versailles, very. Uh, Very patient on offense. They're very content with holding the ball and working for a good shot. Lily Bales, uh, very important on the perimeter. And Vikanja Ogbugu, I think she will be very important, having to mix it up and play defensive stopper. She's a tough-nosed kid. I think North Forsyth will play very well. But, again, I think Westlake is going to win the state championship this year and just too much firepower, too much elite-level talent. Um, North Forsyth will play them tight, and they will make this a very good game. But I think Westlake will have enough to pull away. But North Forsyth is going to give Westlake all they want and more, and they are going to give them a very tough game.
1: At six o'clock on the other side of the bracket, it's going to be Cherokee versus Collins Hill.
0: Cherokee dominated Rockdale, seventy-four to thirty-eight, a nice draw for them. And Collins Hill. Only 54-49 to 49 against Campbell. Very scary result. And um, Looks like I did, just did some uh, crack research. It looks like Catherine Forey might have been on a boot on the sidelines. Not positive how long she's been hurt for, if that is accurate. She is out that her in the state out, and that really makes things difficult for Collins Hill. Now, Bria Harmon had 17 points, four rebounds, four assists in the win. Jadon Nicholson, uh, the Georgia signee, had 13, 16, and three. Uh, three blocks, that is, and Harmon, of course, of Purdue, signing. And uh, Jordan Rilliford had 11 points and five rebounds. Uh, but Campbell was able to give them trouble with that press, and they really sped up Collins Hill and they made it ugly for him. Collins Hill hit free throws down the stretch to win this game. Now, Cherokee is going to come out with a phenomenal game plan. I think Kate Johnson will be very big. I don't know if she's going to be quick enough to defend Javin Nicholson Uh, but if they play in more of like a zone or I play man but have some help shading when uh, Nicholson tries to spin middle uh Kate Johnson is more than big enough at six foot three. She's the you know same size as uh, Nicholson, and even bigger with uh, with the with the, uh, with the size and the frame on her. So she will be able to be bodying up uh, Nicholson and make life very difficult. And I know she had a big game against Rockdale, and she will be asked to do that again. But then you just got to rely on Lacey McCoy going to North Georgia, uh, Ashlyn Andrews. Uh, she's going to have to be big. Chatham Brown, all these girls. Uh Olivia Herrera. Cherokee is much more balanced at this point, I think, than Collins Hill. They're going to give them a game, and Collins Sill's going to have to play really, really well because Cherokee is going to have that scouting report. They're going to know what they have to do to get the job done. I think they match up pretty well with Collins Hill. Uh Bria Harmon, it'll be important to try and keep her out of the lane, but... Harmon can sometimes struggle at the cup, and that is going to be big. So I would not be overly shocked if Cherokee County County represents and Cherokee wins this one. I think Collins Hill finds a way just to bamboozle us and get in there, but I think this one is going to go down to the wire. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Collins Hill um, might be able to make a couple free throws late, uh, just like in the Campbell game and pull it out. But, again, I think Cherokee is going to give them all that they want And uh, I think Collins Hill, just because they have Javon Nicholson, uh, I think Javon Nicholson will do just enough to get Collins Hill into the championship game. Um, But, again, I would not be surprised whatsoever if Cherokee beats them. Uh, But I think Collins Hill just enough, just barely, gets past Cherokee.
1: Down to Class 6A, these games will be played at the University of West Georgia, the 2 o'clock to start out with um, what we've been – excuse me – um, I was going to say something else, but I misread the names. I was jumping to some conclusions here. It is actually going to be Lanier versus Forest Park.
0: Lanier held Zoesha Smith to nine points. She had a late three to get to nine points, forty-two thirty-one. Uh, and then you're looking at Forest Park, who again, Ramin, run the tape back, run the tape back. What did we say about Forest Park Creekview? Creekview will, will hang around park pulls it out in the end and forest park some of these teams they really struggle if you can slow them down and you can limit their transition points they're in trouble and now you're going up against a Lanier team who is going to have size and Cristobal Zuma, who can match up against your big size uh, a Searle's another big 510 guard uh Nala Lawrence Michaela Fuller Lanier has some firepower now and if Lanier held Glenn Academy to 31 points um, I don't know I don't know I, I picked Forest Park to make it to the uh, champ this one but after seeing what Creekview was able to do and scheme them up and Forest Park really struggled Forest Park's gonna have to play great to get past Lanier because Lanier is gonna have a game plan and again Lanier 35 points for Alexander 37 Sequoia 31 Glen Academy and Forest Park you know, they had that great seven-point outing they allowed to Richmond Hill, but 22 to Lee County, that's very good, but then 48 from Creekview. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to try and overthink this. I'm going to go with Forest Park, but Lanier definitely has more than enough to beat Forest Park, and I think they can beat them. But, again, I think Forest Park just going to rely on that athleticism and that talent six four girls uh, I think they'll find a way but if this game is slowed down and Lanier can knock down a couple outside shots uh, Lanier can definitely win this one Uh, but I'm just going with because I picked Forest Park to make it to the championship game before the tournament started I will stick with that and uh, I will pick them to get past Lanier in a tight one low scoring
1: and on the other side is 6a at six o'clock it's Lovejoy versus Valdosta
0: Lovejoy was able to get rid of Northview, 65-53. Northview played extremely well. They took Northview's best shot, but Lovejoy is the best team in Georgia for a reason. And Valdosta, a great win. Coming to Harrison, winning 54-49. That was huge. That was really, really big for Valdosta to get that job done. And I'm looking at a girl named Nia Allen who's averaging 13 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, close to five steals, and two blocks per game. She is going to have to play... Very big against Lovejoy, and then Jemiah Johnson averaging 13 points per game. Uh, but Valdosta, great season. They just don't have a eye board. They don't have Genesis Bryant. They don't have enough in the backcourt in the guard play to be able to sustain a 32-minute uh, onslaught. And for that reason, I like Lovejoy to advance to the state championship game.
1: In Class 5A, these games will be played at Columbus State at two o'clock. Again, a rematch of the boys—the uh, same boys pairings: Buford versus Southwest Cab.
0: Buford and Southwest Cab—two teams with championship pedigrees. I think Southwest Cab has about five titles to their credit. Uh, Buford, more than that, they've been winning and winning at a high clip for a long time under Gene Durden. Um, this is going to be an interesting matchup, I think. I mean, Southwest Cab, a nice 61-45 win over Griffin. Uh, Buford, uh, by all accounts, it was an ugly 59-44 win over veterans. Uh, Stacy Jones for veterans at 11 points and 26 rebounds. We mentioned her having a chance to really do some damage inside, uh, but was held just to 11 points. But Tate Walters for Buford, 26 points. Nine steals, six rebounds, four assists, twelve points in the fourth quarter. Uh, I know Southwestern Cav has some firepower in Laney Edwards. They, they got some girls that can play very well, but it's Jean Durden. Um, I know Coach uh, Richie Walton very, very well, and there's just going to be a lot of uh, a lot of jewelry on both of these coaches' fingertips. I guess their knuckles. Um, but I like Buford in this one. Buford's been the best team I feel like all season long, as far as just beating all these. All these uh, you know, top 10 teams, I think Buford will find a way to uh, get past Southwest to Cab in a, a pretty competitive game. But I think Buford, their system, is going to be just enough to get past Southwest.
1: The 6 o'clock matchup in the girls' final four at Columbia State for 5 eight Villa Rica versus Columbia.
0: Yeah, Villa Rica, 67-47 over Eagles Landing. Columbia, 49-45 over Wayne County. Columbia's kind of come out of nowhere a bit, but they've been very good athletic guards. But it's just four girls that can score the Rock, and then everyone else is seriously putting up about two points per game, uh, if that. So I'm going to be interested to see. Uh, can they all get on the same page and score? I know, uh, score. Uh, I know Constance Thomas has really been a revelation for them. 17 points, five rebounds, for assists. Shantrese Austin, 14.7 rebounds. And India Terrell and Deja Carr, both averaging over 11 points per game. But Villarica has Deja Merrill. Columbia does not. That is going to be a big factor. The Kentucky signee is... It's a nightmare matchup problem. Going to give them a lot of issues. They're um, going to have Aaliyah Hinsman at the guard spot. T. Windham, Dakia the Cofield. They play fast. They trap. They get after it defensively. Um, they're going to give them some trouble. And just a, 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 a mutual opponent to look at. Philadelphia did have a tough matchup with Arabia Mountain in the Sweet 16. Uh, they won 60-52. to 52. Um, And just looking at how... Columbia fared against Arabia Mountain. They lost 74 to 49. They lost 58, 56 in overtime, then they won 59-48. So they went one and two against them. Uh, but if you want to flip the script and say, well, Columbia played Cass, uh, Columbia was able to beat Cass. Uh, they beat them 59 to 43. And Cass when they played uh, Villarica did not fare very well, lost 71 to 47 and 67 to 40. And uh, I think Villarica will win this one. Um, they're undefeated for a reason at this point, and I think they're going to be able to get a rematch with Buford in the state championship.
1: On to Fort Valley State University, 2 o'clock, Spalding versus Luella.
0: 4A action here, Spalding, 36-30 over Maris. Very surprised at how well Maris has been playing, uh, but Spalding was able to grind it out uh, You know, with Anaya Jester and Coriana Evans. That's a dynamic one-two punch. And they're playing Luella, who was able to get 63-52 over Sandy Creek. Paris um, Miller had a good game. Keeley Brown. This will be interesting. Luella can score the ball. Spalding slaps on the press. Still, I think Luella struggles with the press some um i'm leaning towards spalding i think spalding has played a, a more you know difficult a little bit stronger schedule throughout the year i think spalding's tested and they're the defending state champions i think Luella will give them a game but i think spalding their defense will be the difference maker in this one spalding is willing to hold teams uh, to very low scoring outputs and really grind you out with their physicality at the guard spot and get in you and defend you and for that reason i think spalding advances
1: also in Class 4A at 6 o'clock, Flowery Branch versus Carver-Columbus. We get to see what
0: Carver-Columbus is all about right now. I know, uh, what, they're undefeated. They've been very, very good this year, 71-43 to 43 over Heritage, which is about what we expected. So they should win that game, about 25 or so. Uh, but Flowery Branch beating Henry County, very impressive. And Coach Courtney Newton-Gonzalez, a very good coach, and Caroline Wysocki going to Georgia College. She is a gamer. She is tough. This is a team that is, you know, was tired of getting beat by Buford in Class 5A. They dropped down to 4A. Now they got to deal with Carver Columbus. But um, I'm looking at the inside matchup: Ashley Locke versus Olivia Cochran. That'll be a very uh, good matchup. I know they shut down Paris Mullins, um, and, and you know, big time fashion, they were able to slow her down a lot. Flower Branch. So that was. Uh, quite impressive for them. So that's one uh, talented post player out of the way. Now they got to deal with maybe the best in the state of Georgia. Um, but I'm looking for Ashley Woodriff. I'm looking for Ashley Scott to knock in some threes. It's going to be a really good game. And this is where I think we'll, we'll come down to seeing some coaching. Uh, can Coach Hundley get this Carver team over the hump? He's had the horses for the past two years now. Can he get this team to the championship? Love Hill, great score going to Columbus State. She'll be very important as well. Jalen Shaw, a banger too. Um, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. Fowlery Branch has seen the best of the best. They are definitely not going to be afraid of Carver Columbus. I think Carver Columbus, uh, they have more talent. um, And I I got them advancing into the Final Four. um, But they're going to have to play very well because Fowlery Branch is a very tough team. uh, So they will be tested. uh, But I think I'm just going to stick with who I picked uh, before the Tournament started, and I picked Carver to make it to the championship game, and I'm just going to have to stick with Carver at this point.
1: Down to Class 3A. It's going to be at Armstrong State in Savannah, Hart County versus Beach.
0: Hart County versus Beach. Hart County almost gave me a heart attack with Tattano County uh, in front of a packed-out uh, gymnasium over there in Hartwell, but they found a way from to 51, and then Beach uh, really flipped the script in the fourth quarter. I think they outscored Dawson like 27 to 13 in the fourth quarter to win 64 um, 51. So this will be a tough matchup. Beach they got a lot of really good guards over there, and I you know that their coaches they, they'll say they'll take their guards over anybody. Jada Burgess, Kayla Rozier, uh, and Madison Evans. That's a really a formidable three. But you're gonna have to deal with Torion Stark. She is really really good. Going to Western Kentucky from Hart County, athletic. Um, can score the rock, great passer, rebounds very well too. Uh, She'll have to play very well. Shakendra Grove going to have to knock down some outside shots. Erica Teasley also, but if there's one advantage they might have, Hart County, it's going to be Taniya Alexander inside, six-foot-one sophomore, big-time post presence, gobbles up rebounds, scores very well. She is going to have to be a big difference maker against this beach team. Game. Hart's going to have to handle Beach's press, uh, presser, pressure and press uh, when they slap it on there. Um, so they're going to have to be able to hang with them. Uh, but Beach, you know, Dawson County was able to, uh, you know, they had a lead for a lot of that game. And until they pulled Dawson County out of that zone, then Dawson County just did not have the quickness to keep up with Beach and were fouling them and sending them to the line every time. Uh, Hart County's got better athletes from top to bottom than Dawson County does. So if they had to play some man-to-man, if that's what they intend to do, they have some quickness that they could be able to keep up with beach. Um, I think this could be a good game, but this is a home game for beach. This is at Armstrong state, uh, formerly known as Armstrong state. And it just feels like every single year, the state championship runs through uh, Savannah. So, For Hart County to go on the road and beat Beach practically at Beach, that's going to take a Herculean effort. I think they can do it, Um, but I'm just going to have to go with Beach in this one just because, um, you know, they are a team that is always playing for the state championship every single year. I think uh, Hart County has the firepower to do so, but I think Beach might have a little bit more balance at the guard spot. I think this will be a good game. If Hart County can handle Beach's pressure, they can win this one. But, again, it's a home game for Beach, and I have to go with Beach.
1: At 6 p.m. Um, in Class 3 eight, it's going to be the other Savannah team, Johnson Savannah, taking on Sonoraville.
0: Sonoraville, uh, I, what, I told you I changed my pick and picked them to get past Rutland, and they did so by 24 points. Uh, Sonoraville really playing like that top 10 team preseason. Good to see that. They're playing extremely well right now, and that's what they need to be doing, and Johnson, boy, Jefferson held to 32 points, 48 32. Jefferson laid an egg in this one, just could not score against Johnson, and just crazy to see them get locked up like that. I think is going to have a tough time with Johnson. Johnson's going to be able to put uh, Jamiah Cutter, the Region 3 player of the year, out there. Jasmine Thompson's a good for, a forward. Antaleza Baker, a good guard. Uh, they got a lot of people. Jacobia Huey, uh, they got a lot of talent that they can disperse out there. Now, if you're Sonorville, you're just gonna have to rely on your, 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 your forward, your post president, Malia Park. She's very good. Abby Chambers, strong as well. Um, I think this is gonna be the end of the line for Sonorville. I think they're gonna be able to hang around with Johnson. Uh, but if Johnson was able to, beat morgan county by 22 points they're able to beat uh jefferson by 16 points i don't see sonoraville being able to have enough firepower to keep up with johnson and again a home game for johnson i think the adam smashers defending state champs head back to the state championship
1: in class 2a if you didn't catch the boys podcast you will be in attendance at georgia college two o'clock early county versus model who by all indications barely got out of their elite eight game
0: Boy, oh boy, yeah, you said it, Ramin. I heard there were some fouls and some buzzer beaters and all this, but in the end, uh, Model got past Josie, and Model was a three-seed out of Region 7, and now they're in the Final Four, and who would have thunk it if Victoria Saxon's gone? Um, But all of a sudden, Sally Eccles got this team back in the Final Four, and Josie... I mean, does that not sum up Josie's season? A team that are preseason number one, had tranchers come in, everybody back from last year's state runner-up team, and they just did not play well this year. And if you're Dodge County, you have to be kicking yourself that you got put out by Josie, and then Model gets past them. Um, but you got to give Model a lot of credit. They've taken care of business. they got some talented players down there, and they're doing a very nice job uh, leaning on uh, Nia Allen, Megan Kent, You got some talent there and Libby Upton as well. Um, But now they're running into Early County. Michaela Timpson, the beast who was able to just, you know, chewed away at Raven County. Raven County had an early lead, but Early County won 73 to 60. And Michaela Timpson is a load. You have to deal with her about 6'2, 6'3 inside feature high major, uh, process, or, you know, signee. Uh, you gotta deal with her. You gotta deal with, uh, Takesha Jones as well. Early County just has a ton of size. And I think Early County is just gonna be able to overpower model in this one. At the- they might have the advantage at the guard spot though. Model can knock down some shots. Uh, I think they have a chance in this one, but Early County just, I think, too much Michaela Timpson. If they're able to beat Rabin County by 13, I think they'll be able to beat Model. And that's why I think Early County, the number two seed out of Region 1, advances into the state championship.
1: The other side of Class 2A at 6 p.m. Laney versus Douglas. And here it is. I think this is the state
0: championship match. Right here, Ramin. I think this is the state championship right here. Laney has what? They've won about back-to-back state championships. Uh, they've always been very tough. No one has ever been able to solve Lane, but they're going to Georgia College, and they're, they're hands full, Ramin. I am telling you, this Douglas team, if you listen to this podcast, we've been singing the praises all season long and they did not let me down playing against a very good very good Fitzgerald team who was undefeated and who beat uh early county I guess it was three times uh and that's that's pretty big pretty impressive right there considering what early county did to Raven County but I told you I love the size I love the talent I know they're maybe about six or seven deep but that's all you need at this point especially in girls basketball in this small classification but 68 Fifty two over Fitzgerald, Douglas, Kia Thompson, Jacksonville State commit or I guess signee at this point. Broke free twenty five points, six rebounds, six assists, two steals, and now Kenya King, the big six foot four post presence, seventeen points and fourteen rebounds. Ramin, I'm telling you, if Laney gets beat, it's gonna have to come here because if not, I think Laney will win the state championship. Douglas has all The pieces. I think they can match up with what Laney likes to do with their athleticism and their press. I think they have bigger size inside with King Um, and uh, Pruitt as well, I believe, is her name. Caleb Pruitt, I think, off the top of my head. They have all the pieces, and Laney will be challenged. Jada Hamilton is going to have to play especially well, averaging 18, 6, and 4. She's going to have to be good. Uh, You're looking at Roquana Drayden, second-leading scorer, Nakia Booker. Okay, everyone keeps telling me this team is great from over on that side, and I'm sure Lanny's very good, and they're going to have to prove it. It's going to be a really good game, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing this one, and, you know, They got beat by Grovetown earlier this year, and that's their first loss to a team in Georgia in years and years, it feels like. Uh, Douglas could be that second loss for them. I think it's going to be a really good game. But, again, if Laney wins this one, it's going to be well-deserved, and I think Laney's going to win the state championship. Uh, But I'm picking Douglas, and I'm picking Douglas to win the state championship. I picked Douglas to win before the tournament started. If Douglas can get past Laney, I think they'll be in good shape. Easier said than done to dethrone the two-time defending state champs, Rameen. But I think they can get the job done. And that is why I'm going with Douglas with that well-balanced attack. Shanti, uh, Weems, all these girls. I really like what Douglas has. I think they can do it. It's going to be tight. It's going to be hard. Laney's going to play them extremely tight. Really tough. But I think, I think, I think, I think. Uh, Ashanti Williams and company uh, Nakia Thompson I think they can beat Laney And if not, if Laney wins You gotta give them all the credit in the world Because they're about to be three time state champions I feel like
1: In class A private We've been talking about it all season But it's going to be number 5 Calvary Day who rounds out the final four They'll be taking on number 1 seed Holy Innocence at 2pm At the University of North Georgia Up in Dahlonega
0: uh, close to Calvary Day for getting here to the state championship. That is big, a big, uh, not state championship, final four, a big, big accomplishment. Uh, they had some players really step up for them, um, so that's that's great for Calvary Day. Michaela Primo had a good game. Zani Thompson, all these girls, uh, Jasmine Aikens was a first teamer as well. Uh, but sadly, this is where you hit your glass ceiling. You're playing teams that bring in a lot of talent. And uh, they get there every single year. Uh, Holy Innocence is very, very good this year. Jill Hong shed. Um, just all, all this talent that they can dispose of. Myra Hudgens, uh, Jada Farrell, uh, Sierra uh, Foster, I think her name is, at the guard spot. Uh, Holy Innocence will win this one. Uh, but kudos to Calvary Day. I mean, just getting to the Final Four is the state championship for teams other than St. Francis, Wesleyan, Holy Innocence that kind of just play by their own rules with how they can accumulate so much talent and they just win, 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 win no matter what. Uh, but kudos to Calvary Day for getting this far, but Holy Innocence will win this one.
1: And the other matchup, number two, St. Francis versus number six, Wesleyan at 6 p.m. And
0: uh, I believe these two teams hooked up last year. Uh, let me take a quick stroll down memory lane. Uh, last year, y- yep, they met in the final four, and St. Francis, always loaded with talent, St. Francis got embarrassed, seventy-one to forty-nine. Now I know Westland doesn't have, um, you know, quite the roster they had last year, but you still have AC Carter, you still have Nicole Azar shooting threes, Paige Lyons, Izzy Larson, this, that, and the other. Uh, I know St. Francis has. Uh, a lot of Division One prospects, but at this point, I'm looking at Jan Azar. She's probably not going to lose to St. Francis. I think they will beat St. Francis. Uh, Wesleyan beat Lakeview Academy 76 51. St. Francis beat Elka 70 43, but I mean, I don't, I don't pick against Wesleyan in the state tournament anymore. And I think they'll be able to beat St. Francis, especially after they just embarrassed them last year. I know that was last year and it was a different roster, but St. Francis loves to press. Can they handle being pressed themselves? And if Wesleyan chooses to do so, they will give them some fits. And AC Carter, the difference maker here, I like Wesleyan to advance past St. Francis.
1: Now down to A Public. These games will be played on Saturday, March the 2nd at Valdosta State, 2 p.m. Number 8, Clinch County versus Number 4, Marion County.
0: Incredible to see Clinch County here. Uh, what a job that they have done this year to get to the Final Four. That is extremely impressive. Uh, that's a team that has some girls that can score the ball. Uh, they took their lumps over the years, but they're really coming to fruition now. They have a tough matchup with Marion County. Uh, Marion County with Ashley and Ansley Whitley, the big Virginia Tech baseball or softball uh signees uh they're gonna be a handful inside and i think clinch is gonna run into some trouble uh with them um but clinch won 69 60 over greenville that's a big win i think if clinch county is able to get those two girls uh scoring the rock and they can get going clinch county can give marion uh i I guess a little bit of trouble uh just with how i guess they can kind of spread it out and and score the ball on them um But it is really going to take the Pantherettes. Uh, They're really going to have to get some big games from Angel McCray and Zaheia Johnson uh, to score the walk. Uh, But I don't know. Marion County, they won 56-51 against Wheeler County. Uh, I heard Marion took 22 free throws. Wheeler took only four free throws. Uh, You never know how it all plays out. Maybe uh, Marion County was more of the aggressor and Wheeler was not uh, getting to the bucket. But a lot of free throws right there. Um, Either way, I think Marion County... Uh, they have something to prove this year after they losing in the state championship last year. They've been on a warpath all season long, and I think they will find enough offense to get past Clinch County and advance on to the Macon Centerplex.
1: And finally, Kyle, at 6 p.m., number two, Telfair County versus number three, Calhoun County.
0: Calhoun County won 45-31 over Bowden. Uh, impressive win right there uh calhoun county has been very very strong very steady all throughout the season got to give them a lot of credit for that and uh you're looking at Telford county up top beat central talbot in 64 45 india wells 31 points four rebounds three assists two steals shalon nelson 12 and 12 brandy Mackey nine points eight rebounds three assists um calhoun county they're gonna have to get some big efforts uh to win this game uh, it's going to have to be players like Canasius uh, Enoker. Uh, Enoker, she was the region player of the year. You're looking at Takiya Davis, Jeteria Winbush, um, gosh, Maya Wims. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this one kind of shakes out because Calhoun County, uh, their region was okay. I mean, they blew out Mitchell County in the region championship uh, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like, uh, that Calhoun County's region was the super strongest. Um, you know, Pelham was kind of down at 18 and 10. So you're looking at Calhoun County about 26 and 2. Mitchell County finished 23 and 6. Pelham 18 and 10. And then the rest of that big, uh, division, you're looking at Stewart County 12 and 9. Terrell, uh, 13 and 13. 11 and 11. 8 and 15. 8 and 13. And on and on and on. So, Uh, They haven't seen a great, you know, great amount of talent throughout the region. And, uh, you know, they beat Towns County by 21 points. And Towns is, you know, Towns is okay. And then Bowdom was... Pretty good this year. I think they're going to see a big time step up in competition uh, from Telfair County. And I think Telfair County a little bit more battle tested, considering they've seen the likes of um, Wheeler County and they've even played a you know Dodge County, who's been put out of course. But they've seen them, they've seen Fitzgerald, they've seen a lot of really good teams, and that region's pretty tough. Considering Clinch County is representing Region Two on the other side of the bracket. Um, So I think Telford County wins this one, and they get past Calhoun County. Um, So I think that sets up Telford-Marion County in the state championship game
1: kyle that will do it for us another 16 games of girls uh state semifinal, final 4 games previewed go out watch some of these games on saturday get out uh, support these local teams as always we did record a boys podcast that should be posted at around the same time so if you want some boys analysis go check that out and until um, we get to the to making, until we get to previewing the state championship games on behalf of kyle this is ramin signing off